0: This is episode 210, Dealing with Pain and Health Concerns with Amber. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. everyone, and welcome to this episode. This is a bit of a special episode because I did it live in Maui with one of my beautiful retreat participants, Amber. So we were uh, on our lunch break and sitting in the beautiful space where we were doing all our work with the birds tripping, the breeze blowing, and had just an incredible conversation. And I love this conversation for so many reasons. First of all, I personally relate to it. So, very much. And second, it's a beautiful example of what happens when we talk about something that we've kept inside. And you've heard me say many times before that shame is perpetuated by secrecy. One of the keys to healing any kind of shame is to bring it into the light, to start to talk about it with people who can accept it, right? It doesn't mean that we just start talking about our deepest, darkest wounds with everyone or on Instagram, it's really knowing that there are people who are safe, who we can trust, and that we don't have to hold everything inside, specifically when it comes to health concerns or anything that we're feeling insecure or ashamed about, because what that does is it just unconsciously perpetuates that there's something wrong and that we shouldn't talk about it. So the more that we bring something into the light, the more it reinforces in our subconscious mind that it's okay, that we don't need to be ashamed. So I think you're really going to enjoy this episode with Amber. Like I said, we're here in Hawaii and my retreat It is just been off the charts. Epic. Oh my gosh. And it's the first retreat I opened to men and women. And I'm going to do more of those because the healing that's happened between the masculine and feminine has been breathtaking. If you want to join me on a future event, I'm going to be in London on October 6th. You can find info at christine slash London 2019. And then my signature retreat, my spring retreat for women only is coming up in March. And you can find that also at christinehasler.com. Just go to the events page and you can find 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 it there, and enrollment is open for that as well. So as you're listening to this call, consider: is there something that you're keeping inside? Is there a secret or even a health concern that you don't talk about? Growing up, how did your parents deal with you when you got sick? And how does that impact how you deal with yourself when you're sick, unwell, or in pain? Do you ever struggle with issues of deservingness when it comes to your relationship or your career or even financial abundance? And finally, how are you with nurturing yourself? when you have any health concern, or when you're in pain? Keep these questions in mind as you listen to my session with Amber. And before we dive in, I want to thank my sponsor for today. You know, One of the things I mentioned was that it's so healthy to talk about things with people that can really, really hold space for us. And often that person is a counselor. So if there's something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving what you really, really want to pursue or achieve, Better help online counseling is there for you. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, grief, self esteem, and more. You can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential and so convenient. You can get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat or text with your therapist. If you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And over and on with it, viewers get 10% off your first month with discount code OVERIT. So get started today. Go to betterhelp.com slash OVERIT. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. Again, betterhelp.com slash OVERIT. And now on to my coaching session with Amber. So Amber, it's really special to do the podcast this way with you. Thank you. To be here in Hawaii with you. be sitting next to you. I've never coached anybody on the podcast actually live in person like this. You're my my first, except for the video ones we did. What a privilege. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you as well.
0: So you've been on, we're midway through the Hawaii retreat. Mm -hmm. We've done a lot of amazing things. I imagine there's some stuff coming up.
1: Yes, definitely. (laughs) So how can I help? Okay. um, So... I've been having um, quite a lot of health problems for Mm. the last few years uh, that I'm still currently working through, and I believe that sometimes things don't go away until we've learned what we need to learn from them, and two of the problems that I'm having right now, or that I have with regards to this, to my health overall, the first is when I go to see a doctor or a practitioner of some kind, I give away my power to them. Yeah. Yeah. And the second problem is that I have a really, really hard time telling anybody about my health problems. Okay. Um I actually have not told anybody except for my wife, mm. who knows all about it. Poor woman. <laughs> she knows all about it. <laughs> um, but I, I just I, I can't tell anybody else about it and I, I hide it. I don't share that part about my life. Um and I think that that those two aspects maybe holding me back from fully healing. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like to address them. Okay. And do you want to share with me what the health problems
0: are or do you want to keep that secret?
1: Well, obviously I want to keep it secret <laughs> because I don't want to tell you about it. Uh-huh. But I, I know that it's important for me to share. So I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you. Yeah.
0: Important for you to share because, one, to know that you can share and nothing bad is going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. It helps take any shame off. And two, it might help me help you. And also, it helps, like you said, the learning from things. Mm -hmm. Anything we keep hidden or just with one other person, it's harder to process it through because it just reinforces the pattern that this is not okay. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Okay. So I've been having back pain and shoulder pain. I've also been experiencing very debilitating brain fog. Mm -hmm and some digestive issues, like specifically mm-hmm. gut issues, mm-hmm. and insomnia. Okay. And when you go to doctors, what do they say? Well, I decided that I would approach it that I would, like, try to fix one thing at a time, mm-hmm. and it, the back pain was, and the shoulder problem was kind of, like, the most debilitating thing, so I just decided to focus on that. And saw so, like, acupuncturists and chiropractors and massage therapists and a bowing therapist, and they all say that there's, like, a – alignment problem and that the muscles are on the right side just won't relax mm-hmm. um, no matter what they do like they, they'll do a treatment for me they'll be like okay everything looks great I'll come back the next week and they're like what happened, what happened? everything yeah. just went right back to the way it was yeah. and they're like it doesn't make any sense what's going on here and so like the chiropractors are an example of, of times when I'll go to them and they'll be like oh yeah we can totally fix this and the more it goes on, it, it seems to actually be making it worse. Mm-hmm. And intuitively, I know mm-hmm. that it's not right for me. Right. But they're positive and optimistic that we just need to keep going, and the treatment will keep working. Yeah. And so I just say, okay. And I just yeah, keep, going keep going, and going. I keep going, and I don't walk away, which is what I know I, that I need to do. Yeah.
0: So giving your power away, when has that happened in the past? How has that been a the theme? I...
1: Everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't speak up for myself. Mm-hmm. I endure things that I know aren't right for me. I also have a really hard time asking to have my needs met, especially mm-hmm. physical needs. Um, mm. I'm very, very ashamed of any time that I'm different or or something's wrong with me, and I don't want people to know about it. So I'll just like be in pain or be hungry or be mm-hmm. tired or something like that, and won't don't want to stand out or mm-hmm. make a fuss. And where does that come from? What, when in your life were you told to not make a fuss? In childhood. Mm-hmm. My, my mother. I, I had a lot of health problems as a child, and mm-hmm. she, she found it very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I why do you very, think you had a lot of health problems as a child? Because I was very sensitive. Yes. <laughs> but mm-hmm. Things just kind of seemed to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I have a little body. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I can, I can really relate to that. I can 100% relate to that. And oftentimes what, what sometimes health problems can do is some part of us thinks, well, if someone needs to take care of me, then maybe they'll stay or maybe I'll get their attention or maybe they'll get their love. And I know mm-hmm. that that might not make sense because you're like, well, but I don't, I don't want people to know, like I don't want people to know that I have a problem. But I'm just wondering if in the beginning, when everything was happening, if on some level some part of you thought, well, if I'm sick, maybe I do get mom's attention. Or maybe, I don't know what the situation was like in your childhood, but was it ever, were your health problems ever a distraction between, was dad there too? hmm He was. Um, did it give them a joint focus of any kind?
1: Like how did, it, how, what was the payoff in having health concerns? I honestly don't know because I I found them always really embarrassing. Mm. I didn't want them to be there, and Mm -hmm. I didn't even like telling my parents or my sister about any kind of health problems I was having. I was always really ashamed. Really ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the payoff was.
0: Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter at this point because there's a payoff today that you're getting from it. Okay. What do you think it is?
1: I don't know.
0: What does having health problems give you an excuse not to do?
1: Well, initially it gave me an excuse to quit my job that was mm-hmm. making me really unhappy, but that was over two years ago, mm-hmm. and they're still sticking around <laughs> no matter what <laughs> I do to try to get them to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if I think re- really hard about it, maybe because I don't know what's next for me in life, maybe my subconscious is... Is scared to not have health problems because it means I have to figure out what's next yeah. in my life. But I want them to go away so badly. I know. How I could know. I how could I want well, them you, to be around? You probably have competing <laughs> intentions,
0: right? So and, and, and I'm gonna get to the health stuff too in just okay. a second. <clears throat> but there's that that when we feel stuck and we feel like we're just looping in something, there's usually some competing intentions.
1: Okay. So there's
0: one part that really wants you to get better. And then there's another part that, well, if I am better, then I have to go find a job or whatever it may be, it's Mm -hmm. like I don't have an excuse or a reason not to. Because I'm sure if we really think about it, we can think of other times where you've used a health thing as an excuse to not do something you didn't want to do, to not Mm -hmm. go to some party, to not, you know, so it's convenient Mm -hmm. when it can be convenient. Okay. And then the wanting them to go away so bad, it Mm -hmm. reminds me of the saying the best way to get what you want is not to want it, right? Mm -hmm. So you're basically doing to yourself what your mom did to you. She just wanted them to go away and you not to make a fuss about it. So you're internally nurturing yourself through the health problems the way you were nurtured, which was not really acceptance and not really love and not mm-hmm. really, it's okay, Amber, that you are sick. And you say, that's okay. What do you need? Do you want, do you want some chicken soup? Like, what do you need? It was more, Amber, you just got to get better Or you just can't have these or don't make a fuss about it. So health conditions never got nurtured in the way that they needed to. They always were a problem. And you're still holding it like that. You're not really giving, I know you're doing the things, you're going to acupuncture, you're Mm -hmm. doing the things, but there's not a level of nurturing and acceptance of like, it's okay, like you're gonna be okay. And it's okay that you have this in whatever you need, I'm gonna give it to you without
1: judgment. Okay. Okay. It's really hard to do that because it's taken over my whole life. Yeah, I hear you. I feel like I'm useless. Yeah. And how can I just accept that? I'm not telling you to resign.
0: I'm not telling you to accept it and then do nothing. We're going to get to what to do. But do you see how much you hate having it? So much so that you keep it shameful? I was expecting you to tell me you had like syphilis or hepatitis or something. I mean, the way you, the way you framed it as like, it's this terrible, awful thing or, That's you know, how it feels it's inspiring. so, I, I hear you. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But just the fact that it's so shameful and that you don't even want to talk about it or share about it just shows the degree of judgment you have on it.
1: And I think a lot of the shame is also around how it, debilitates me. Yeah. So it's, I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed that I'm not being productive right now, that I'm not earning money, that right. I'm not even showing up as fully in my relationship as I would like to, or with my right. relationship with my family and friends. Right. And things get worse,
0: like you said, until we get the lesson. So from my vantage point, the lesson is you not really being nurtured and loved through physical challenges is a big core wound. And so if... You not getting love through a physical challenge. Like you name something in childhood that you had.
1: Well, this this you just sparked a memory in me um, that I worked through yesterday, which was when I was five. My mom had left me with my dad. She was running errands mm-hmm. for the day, and he was looking after me. And I fell off the jungle gym and broke my arm. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to him to tell him how much pain I was in, and he didn't do anything about it. Mm. And for the rest of the day he just kind of like went on about his day and I was in so much pain and and feeling so kind of like desperate and abandoned um, and not knowing what to do because it was just like so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. That was probably a good example. (laughs) That's that's, that's a perfect example because that's what's happening now.
0: In so much pain and overwhelmed
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and confused and like someone please help me and being frustrated that no one is.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so the... Again, the lesson or the healing opportunity from my point is to give yourself the love, the attention, the nurturing that you didn't get from mom and dad through physical challenge. Okay. That still means trying to get to the solution. I'm not saying just sit home and tell yourself beautiful things and, and just deal with the physical consequences. Yeah. But I do think this continues to escalate Because there's a little girl in there who just wants somebody to nurture her through physical pain and not make it wrong and not judge it. Because I think there's a part of you that thinks you're unlovable if you're in physical pain.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't even understand why my wife wants to be with me right now.
0: Aww.
1: I don't think that she deserves to be with me.
0: Aww. Why? She
1: deserves more. (laughs) Because she's so amazing. And and she's so supportive and doesn't put any pressure on me and says, you just take as long as you need. You do whatever you need to do. And I can't show up for her like that in the same way right now. I've got okay. nothing to give
0: back. So, so let's, let's look at this because this is beautiful. Your soul wants to shift this so bad, you've drawn in a person who's modeling how you need to be with yourself. And believe me, we, with our with our people, with our person, with our partner, with our soulmates, we have these soul contracts. And there are going to be times in your life and your marriage that you show up for her in the ways that she can't show up for herself. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not just married to her for, like, another year. This is a lifetime thing. <laughs> right. And right okay. now, and it's beautiful because in a marriage, you don't want two people going down at the same time. And right, right now you're in a phase where where you're weak, she's strong. And that's beautiful. And I relate to that because health hasn't been my, you know, I've had difficult things and Steph gets a sniffle, you know, I'll get a full on (laughs) cold and he's like, oh, I'm kind of congested, like nothing. He's physically strong. And so he just holds that space of you're okay and I'm with you and I love you, even when you're in physical pain or dealing with something or whatever. And he's, and I'm like, oh, I can look at it as I don't deserve him and sabotage my relationship, or I can Mm -hmm. look at How beautiful is this, that I've been provided with someone who's the model of what I need to do for myself? So you can either look at it and think you don't deserve it, or you can look at it and learn from it and really receive it. And just every time she does that, every time you feel like you don't deserve her, flip it into, no, this is exactly what I need. This is exactly what I deserve that i never gotten. Because part of the reason you feel like you don't deserve her is because as a little girl, when you were sick, mom and dad withdrew love. So it's triggering, oh, wait, something's wrong with me. She's going to withdraw her love. Wait, she's still here. Something must be terribly wrong. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. So what a gift. And can you see that there are some things in life
1: that you're a little stronger at? Yes. Yeah. And she tells me all the time. She tells me what she values in me. Right. And I'm always like, Are you sure? <laughs> Do you really want to be with me? Yeah.
0: Well, that's just the little girl who's like, Will you still love me if I broke my arm? Will you still love me if I'm sick? Will you still love me if I cause you inconvenience? Because that's what it's really about. As a little one, you didn't feel like you could cause your parents any inconvenience. That you just that you couldn't cause them any. Worry, inconvenience, all those kind of things. Like you said, don't make a fuss. And now you're with someone who's allowing you to make a fuss, and it's scary. But I I think it's perfect. I think it's just this woman has come into your life. You've gotten married. You're starting this beautiful new chapter, and now you're having the physical pain and physical challenges again so that you can have a new pattern with it. Things come up again in severe ways, When we have the people in our life and the tools and the inner willingness to be able to shift it. So I'm not surprised it's coming up now because it's the perfect time. So your inner work is really, really nurturing yourself. And again, what's your wife's name?
1: Kelly. Kelly.
0: Using Kelly as a mirror of every time she's nurturing, just I receive it and you just do it. Like monkey see, monkey do. You know, you just <laughs> yeah. do it for yourself. Okay. And also don't totally rely on her, right? To nurture you, like really learn from it and integrate it into yourself as well. And I think it's also helpful to start talking about what you've been dealing with with more, more people, you know, so that you don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so alone in all of this and I have to keep this a big dark secret because the reason you do that is because you think people won't love you or want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. And that you're yes. just a pain in the ass and you're always complaining. Yeah, and that's blah, blah. blah. <laughs> but, but that's that's again programming from childhood. It's not the truth. Okay. Yeah, at all. I'm happy to talk to you about this. <laughs> Thank you. And it's not a problem. This is just what you're going through. So, is this all making sense so far? Yes. And I think once you get into that, the physical will reveal itself. And then the other thing is not giving your power away to doctors. So when you're in any kind of session or any kind of healing opportunity, if anything doesn't feel right, you speak up. You check with your own intuition. You ask questions because you really want to make that an empowering thing. And if at any point anyone says something to you that doesn't feel good, you can say, you know what? Sorry, no, this doesn't resonate with me. I had to walk out of an endocrinologist's office recently because he told me that viruses don't affect someone's thyroid. And it's just... You know, whatever. It was it was completely untrue. Okay. And I just had to leave instead of sit mm-hmm. there and take it. So that's another thing that I think is, especially if you start talking to people about this that can love and support you through it, you'll feel less need to go to the doctors to get them to tell you something. And again, as a kid, you felt super disempowered when it came to illness. Mm-hmm. And you're just looking for somebody to tell you what to do. But that person has to be you. Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think what I struggle with, with the doctor thing is that if I go to one and it seems as though they are competent and they're going to help me, I immediately go into this switch. Like I go in feeling confident. I'm like, okay, I got mm-hmm. this. And then when it seems as though they're going to be able to help me, I suddenly go into this thing of like,
0: oh my God, please help me. Don't, mm-hmm. don't be mad at me. Right. Well, that's mom and dad again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I bet if you were more of a stand for yourself and more of that inner mother, inner, inner parent, that you'll be more empowered in your doctor's appointment. Because you just have a little girl who is, whose needs aren't being tended to by you. So you're just looking for
1: anybody who can help. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm looking for it out there. Right. Before before cultivating it in here. Exactly. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. To give you some clarity? Yes. How do you feel? I feel like I want to go call my wife and tell her my channel. Good.
0: <laughs> go. Well, well, that's a good note to end on. <laughs> So thank you, Amber, for your vulnerability and honesty. And I really want to acknowledge you for sharing what was going on. I know that was a big step and it was also a really liberating step. So I acknowledge you for that. So one of the first thing Amber said is that you know she wanted to really learn from this health problem that she was having, because if you don't learn from problems, then they don't go away. And I believe there's definitely truth to that, that things keep coming back into our lives until we learn what they're attempting to teach us, but it's not 100% the way it works. We can't say it's 100% the way it works for everything. Sometimes there are just physical things we have to deal with. It helps if we get the emotional or soul growth learning opportunity, but I don't want you to think that you're suffering in something because you haven't quote unquote learned the lesson. That said, I believe a lesson for all of us to learn when we're suffering with something is acceptance. That's something that all of our souls need to learn is that how we relate to the issue is the issue. And when we're resisting something, when we're making something wrong, when we're not accepting something, it is harder to free it up. I mean, I remember when I was going through a lot of neck and back pain and just months and months and months struggled and was so angry about it and pretty much the next day after I really moved into acceptance of it, meaning this may be what it's like the rest of my life and I don't like it, but I'm going to stop fighting against it. And it was more than just a mental thing. I really felt myself move into acceptance. So much of the pain went away. Now it's completely gone. So if there's any huge takeaway from this episode, it's that if you accept what's going on, again, that doesn't mean resignation. That doesn't mean you don't try to heal it. You just stop fighting against it so much, you just stop making yourself wrong, making it wrong, keeping it shameful, thinking you're not worthy of being loved through it, all of those things that we talked about with Amber, when you really, really, really accept it and accept that even if it doesn't go away or change, you're still going to be loved, then often more of the healing opportunities come in. Now you heard from Amber that so much of the lesson or opportunity that's here for her now is shifting the way that she really relates to this health concern. So you heard that when she was sick or when she was injured, her parents really didn't nurture her. Her mom said, don't make a fuss. Her dad let her be with a broken arm all day. So as a little girl, she formed a limiting belief that when I'm sick or unwell, I'm unlovable. When I'm sick or unwell, people don't care. People get upset. I'm a burden, all those things. So that was showing up. You even heard that in her relationship, she didn't even feel like her wife deserved her, you know, that she or she didn't deserve her wife in that she didn't deserve that much love. But the way her wife is being with her right now is the way really a parent should be with a child who's sick or unwell, that nurturing, I love you no matter what, I'm here. And Amber didn't get that as a child and what an amazing opportunity that she's getting that from her partner. Now, I just want to mention that I talk a lot about how healing is an inside job. I I believe that we need to do it, and we're not alone in this world. And just like therapists and counselors and friends can help us, so can our partner. Now, you know a romantic relationship can trigger all your unresolved issues with your parents, and you can end up dating versions of your parents. Like if you had an unavailable father, you end up dating a lot of unavailable people. And at the same time, relationships can give us an incredible healing opportunity She's getting from her wife what she never got from her mother or father. And that's a beautiful healing opportunity in a relationship. That's not codependence, that's a relationship being another avenue for healing. So, my encouragement to Amber was to receive that, but also use it as a model. So, it gets codependent if we only rely on that other person, if we not only take their love in, but don't see them as a mirror. So, The healthy way to really receive the the love and affection that her wife is giving her that her parents didn't is to receive it, know she's worthy, but also use it as a mirror and use it as a way that she can receive her own love and nurturing. So some takeaways for you from this episode First and foremost, accept, 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 accept. Stop fighting with what is. That doesn't mean you surrender to it completely and don't stop trying to heal or move forward or whatever the situation may be, but you release the judgments. You release the judgments. Second, how's that inner parent doing? Be more nurturing of yourself with whatever you're going through. And finally, if you do have a partner or someone in your life who just wants to love you, Please stop pushing it away. Please stop thinking you're not worthy of it. You may end up sabotaging the relationship or just continuing to perpetuate a misunderstanding that you're not worthy. So receive it. Let the love in everybody. That's the episode for today. Now I'm off to Europe to get married. Oh my gosh. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Thank you for listening to Over It and On With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehassler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.